And I want us to continue with uh, what you began several weeks ago. Pay attention to this, please. I know you just didn't stumble into this prayer meeting you, 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 you have intended. You, you, you made up your mind you're going to come for this meeting. So just be engaged. Remember what we started out several weeks ago, this part four, I think, of that, praying out God's purposes in tongues. <clears throat> and uh, I, some years ago, one of these prayer meetings, uh, we want to honor the very little one in our midst. Nadia, you're welcome, girl. You are going to grow up to be such a woman of God and serve him in your generation. I say that, I prophesy it over you, and no devil will take this out of you. Praise God. Uh, praying in tongues, I, in one of those meetings, I spoke and said praying in tongues years ago. It occurred to me. Praying in tongues is an exceeding, abundantly above all that we ask or think, Pray. Did you hear that? Praying in tongues is, an ex is exceedingly abundant above all that we ask or think praying. And this works, remember, according to the power that works in us. You remember that's in, uh, in Ephesians chapter, two, uh, chapter 3.20? It says, can you have that scripture there, please, in Ephesians 3.20? <clears throat> Let's have it from the New King James Version for the sake of time. Did I hear it drizzle a little bit? Yes. Okay. Look at this. It says this. Now to him who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So God is able to do what? Exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. We ask. Look at this. Our asking has a limitation. Our thinking has a limitation if it's not in line, in line with the word of God. And no one will say that I've renewed my mind to the point that I think like God all the time. <laughs> Anyone? Now we never come to that place on this earthly realm. Now, now think about this thing. So now I'm praying in tongues. Who's giving the utterance? The Holy Spirit giving out the utterance. And they, they spoke in tongues. You remember that Acts chapter 2? They spoke in tongues as the Spirit, uh, they the diffused all their souls as the Spirit kept giving them appropriate words. So the Spirit of God kept giving them appropriate words. So when I'm praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit giving me utterance. All right? Now think about this. Is the Holy Spirit give me utterance, but the Holy Spirit is God. So who's giving me the utterance? God, give me an So God, he, what he does is exceedingly abundantly above all. So those utterance are in line with God's word. It's God's will and God's purposes. Remember, we are talking about praying out God's purposes. Those praying in tongues and praying by the Spirit and led by the Spirit, I'm praying according to God's purposes. And these purposes are exceedingly abundant, above all, that I can ask or think or even imagine. And well, how does he do it? Listen, according to the power that works in us. 
You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon us, upon you. You shall receive power. And that's what I told you some weeks ago, that praying in, in tongues and being empowered, waiting upon the promise of the Father, which you no longer wait, we partake. We, I mean, we receive the gift. What is it, uh, church? That is a divine command. It's a divine command. I told you, you shall be filled. You shall receive power. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. You wait for the promise of the Father. That was not a suggestion. That was a divine command. But if we are not careful, we will just, um, we'll just be stuck or remain with the just being filled with the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues one time. And sometimes once in a while, in a service when you feel, feel, God and God, you feel the Holy Spirit has moved you. You go, shabrobe kestoba, and that's it. There's more to the Holy Ghost than that. It's actually activating the supernatural in you. <laughs> you activate the supernatural in you. He's in you. Oh, the Godhead. Woo, hallelujah. Woo. Oh, how sometimes we underestimate that what is done for us. How sometimes we underestimate. How sometimes we allow the unrenewed mind to talk us out of it. How many times we allow the unrenewed mind to take us to the limitations through the help of the, the, help of the devil. But the devil has no power until we let him. We need to be God inside us minded. He's in us. According to the power that works in us. Thank God for anointing fall on me. But I don't think that is so accurate. He's in us. With the power of the Holy Spirit, you, uh, the Holy Ghost. That, that's a wonderful song, but I don't think that's so accurate. Because he's in us. Okay, so then, why would I call it according to Ephesians 3.20? Again, I said because the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us utterance. And he gives us utterance according to the perfect will of God. Listen, church, in God there's no error. He gives us utterance according to the perfect will of God. <laughs> Let's go again to that Ephesians, no, Acts chapter 2 from the Amplified Classic Version so that we can see uh, again what I'm talking about in Amplified Classic Version from verse 1, the, the Holy Ghost said, come on, let's look at verse, verse 4. Or verse 3. Verse 3, let's start from verse 3. And there appeared to them tongues resembling fire, which were separated and distributed on each or and which settled on each one of them. And let's go to the next one. And they were all filled. And they were all filled. Oh, this. Just. I'm reading from the Amplifier, the other Amplifier. Let's, let's go to the other Amplifier. Oh, let's me read this, then we go to the other Amplifier. Look at this. And they're all filled, diffused throughout their souls, 
with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other different foreign languages, tongues, as the Spirit kept, 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 kept giving, kept giving. We, we were, when we were in Kitale, we, we spent at Kitale, what is that over there? Kitale Club, yeah. So I was in a, in a cottage. We were in a cottage. So they, they have firewood. And uh, I kept giving the fire some logs. I kept giving fire logs. And the more I kept giving the logs to the fire, the fire kept looking at me the whole night. <laughs> I had that fire. <laughs> but at some point I realized my clothes are almost smelling smoke. <laughs> really, the whole night. Because I went to sleep, I think, around 10 o'clock. 10.30, the first night. And I put big logs. And then I woke up at 3 or 7 a.m. And I found there was a little bit of a kindle, just a little bit, uh, just, just a little bit. So I thought there were some more logs. I kept giving the logs because I was already awake. So I sat by that fireplace praying and meditating and, and studying the word. And I kept giving the logs uh, to the fire. And by the time we were leaving, what time did you leave that Saturday morning? At, at nine, around nine, yeah, there, there was still fire in my room. In fact, the guy came the, the following night, he, brought, he had brought fire. I told him, now come and light this fire. And he said, yeah, when I paid a motor. <laughs> Say, yeah, man, I like that. <laughs> fire. So I kept, kept giving. You see that? I kept the fire burning, but I kept keep, keeping, I kept giving. I kept giving. <laughs> I kept giving the log into the fire. You know, that's not good English. But I kept, you kept giving. So the Spirit kept giving them. So who's going to determine the receiving part? You. You stop opening your mouth to be given. That's it. But you can allow him to do it for many hours. And through all the day. And many times, you, you open your mouth, he's faithful to keep giving. Kept giving them clear and loud expression in each tongue in appropriate words. And that's what I was telling you, exceedingly abundantly above. It's a perfect will of God. So they were giving, being given actually the words of heaven. How would I say that? It's, remember we're talking about pray, praying out God's purposes. Let me, let me show you something in connection to that without going to the scripture. You remember in um, John 16 from verse 13, he says, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And he will tell you things to come. And then Jesus said this, he will take, or he will take what is mine and he will declare, reveal and, and manifest, he will declare, oh, did he, I thought he went there. He will declare or reveal it to you, all right? He will take, that's Jesus saying, the spirit of truth, he's the same Holy Spirit. He will take what is mine, Jesus says, and he will declare or reveal it to you. Okay? So look at this. He kept giving them. Where is he getting these words from? 
He's getting them from the Father. Because Jesus, after that, he said this, all that the Father has is mine. We know, listen to what I'm about to say. We know God is the creator. We know he created with words. So don't you know that he's giving you what? Utterance. That is the creative ability of God in you. Those are words of God. Words inspired by the Spirit being given to you. Now where are they given? Remember the conversation of Nicodemus, Jesus with Nicodemus, that conversation. Verse 6 of, of John 3, 6 says, that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. So he's giving the Holy Spirit to Spirit. He's not giving to your soul, he's giving to your Spirit. And what he gives to your Spirit for what purpose? For your spirit to utter them. What is praying in tongues? When you're praying in tongues, our spirit prays. Our understanding is unfruitful. So what is he, what he is receiving, the Holy Spirit is downloading into your spirit so that you may utter it. And the appropriate words, ha, ha, ha. The appropriate words to your finances, the appropriate words to your health, the appropriate words to your whatever it is. But you have to believe on for, for them. Listen, it's faith. Why would I pray in tongues? Because the word of God says so. Why would I pray in tongues? Because the word of God says so. What gives me the authority to pray in tongues? The word of God. And what comes from the word of God? Faith. And then praying in tongues is a language of faith. Calling those things that be not as though they were. <laughs> Does that excite you? Do you know when it starts exciting you more? When you pray in tongues. I'm telling you, for the last 27 years, when I hear someone speaking in tongues, I want, when he's speaking or teaching about praying in tongues, I want to listen. Because you know, I've practiced it over the years. I want to listen. And many times I, I hear, oh, I've seen that all the time, but I've gotten another portion, another portion. It kind of like kept giving, you know, the log with the fire. You understand? The fire is already being there for all the years, but it kept giving, kept giving. Hallelujah. Listen to this from the amplifier, the other amplified place. Listen to this. Let's start from verse 3. There appear to them tongues resembling fire. Are you, you see why that, that keep giving logs is very appropriate? <laughs> Which were being distributed among them. And they rested on each one of them as each person, as each. As each. It's not for some cold, cold, and cold Pentecostals. It's for every believer. Of, as each person received the Holy Spirit. And then he says this. Verse 4. And they are all filled. That is diffused throughout their being 
with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, different languages, as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out clearly and appropriately. Ha, ha, ha. Sometimes and sometimes, sometimes someone may tell you, oh, please pray for me. I've done this many times. And I've not prayed for me concerning such. I have no idea. Then I start. Just bring your hand, brother. Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Kishta. Yengenge dados. Todoros teresh tambroman grecha. Destangoloshe de brandana. And it's all of a sudden, I just know the prayers to make. Praying in tongues will lead you to the prayers that you're supposed to make. Appropriate prayers that you're supposed to make with understanding or in understanding. Did you guys say it? Praying in tongues will lead you to the prayers that you're supposed to make in understanding. You're supposed to pray in understanding. But many times believers are so quick to speak in understanding. I have no idea, but I may start, then if I'm not keen to listen to the Holy Spirit, I may start, oh, Father, oh, Father, oh, Father, my brother, oh, Father. My brother, now father has become your brother. Yeah. You know, you're mixing things up. <laughs> oh, help him. Help him, Lord. Stretch your hand and do, do your thing, Father. Do your thing according to your will. Ha, ha, sha. Baba, thank you. And, and you just go right there. And they, you, you know it didn't make any sense. But you pray. Don't make the devil laugh. Let him run away. He's scared. <laughs> Because you're using your faith in God's word. <laughs> I told, I like eating soily. I told those pastors and their leaders in Kitala, and they just laughed. You know, those expressions. And they laughed. And I, I knew they were laughing at themselves that they pray. Because many people don't want to pray in tongues. Listen, it's a supernatural language. It's a supernatural language. It's activating the supernatural within you. Hey, church, we are not physical beings. We are spirit beings. We have a soul and live in a body. We are born of God. God is a supernatural God. We are born of him. He lives in us by his spirit. And he gives us utterance, appropriate words. In every situation. You know, we are, really, there's appropriate word for every situation or to every situation, however you approach it, but there's appropriate word. Again, let me say something. Let me say it in another way, then probably you may see it clear that I, I said the first time. God is the creator. How did he create everything? With words. So those appropriate words, they carry the same ability of the creator. There was, in the first time, the Holy Ghost came upon those, those who were gathered there, actually attracted all those who were gathered there, and they came together. They had that blast, and those words spoken by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit by Apostle Peter brought 3,000, became what? New creations. The moment you start relying on God more, you and I, 
to pray appropriate words concerning situation. We'll see more, listen, listen, we'll see more prayers answered than anything we've ever known before. We're neglecting this gift. I was telling the pastors uh, when you went to Kital, I was telling them, I really, I didn't want, I didn't like, I was thrilled I wanted to come here, you know, just with, uh, out of my mind. I remember when I was standing near the sink one morning, I said, I'm not going to Kitale. <laughs> Did I tell you that? I'm not going to Kitale. I felt, then I felt bad inside of me. What was I thinking? I was thinking about budget. Huh? Think about budget and think about all the traveling and think about all being there and then coming back. Don't you know traveling? You know when you are young, you just want to travel everywhere. Where are you going? You're going to Nakuru. Eh, twenty. You know, you, you just you just want. But but the more you, <laughs> the more you're growing and, and especially you want the purposes of God, you want to be at the right place at the right time. You know, you hear people, oh my friend called me. I had a certain young man to Sosa who died recently. And a friend, my friend, I didn't know him. I got to check. Oh, he's well known, a young man, I think in his 20s. Oh, they were going to Mombasa. He was d- depressed and called a friend. They said, well, let's go to Mombasa. And they went and they died somewhere. Uh, he died. I think their daughter died. And the friend of a girlfriend died. And that girlfriend, friend of a girlfriend had been called that evening. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you know the story? Yeah, yeah, you see, Marvel knows. <laughs> yeah, the, the friend, I didn't know. I, I, it, it just touches my heart, really. And I say it with much compassion. It touches my heart. You see, the person didn't have to die. The young man didn't have to die. He was depressed. But called a friend, and the girlfriend said, oh, we, we, we're going to Mombasa. Let's go. And the friend of a girlfriend goes, and the guy who was driving died. He's the one who had been depressed. The daughter, is it the daughter? Because the daughter died and the friend of the girlfriend. The friend of the girlfriend had just been told, let's go to Mombasa at night. Left at night in Nairobi. Not as a rule. But I pastor you so I can tell you, be really sensitive about traveling long distances by night, at night. Be very sensitive. We use our faith all the time. But I'm a driver. I'm telling you, it's not wisdom to travel at night, long distances in our nation. The roads are dark. The roads are unpredictable. For you on, you have to listen to the Lord, really, to pursue that. I don't take those night travels. It can get me to a place when it's dark, I'm a few hours to, to drive home, but I, I will drive. I learned that from Pastor's Wade and Carla. Don't be like those and say, like, this is what we're wasting to Napenda Usiku. Oh, I know, because it's a long way. You understand what I'm talking about? It's a long way. I know that. Say, to Napenda Usiku. That's what part of pastoring. Just what I've told you there. The Christmas is near. All right. So then, let's go to 1 Corinthians then. Chapter 14, verse 2 from the Amplified Classic Version. And I want to go to some place and believe in God for light to dawn on you. 
and then you take some time to pray here this evening. Verse 2, please. It says, for one who speaks in a known tongue. Now look at this. It's unknown to me, but it's not unknown to God. I remember him asking me that, you know, I thought like, I was just having a conversation. And I thought like, yeah, God, that's not unknown to you. It's unknown to me, but it's not unknown to God. Huh? Do you think you can sing, speak a tongue that God doesn't know? <laughs> it's not unknown to God, to God. It's unknown to you. So he who speaks in, in fact, if you look at this, are you seeing that unknown is italicized or italicized? Are you seeing that? Yeah, because that was added for clarity by uh, translators, Bible translators. For he who speaks in a known tongue does not speak to people, but to God. Who do you want your prayers to go to? To God. So when you're praying in tongues, that's exactly what you're doing. For no one understands him or catches his meaning. But the, by the Spirit, he speaks mysteries, secret truth, truths, hidden things. Oh, okay, let me see. Let me see if I can I say something. If you need, uh, let me give you an example. If you need, uh, mm, the hand is taking started. Okay. If you need, like, salvation of a, like, this is my sister. I, I, I believe in God for her salvation. If I need her to be born again, and I don't have an answer then, I don't have appropriate words, that to me is hidden. It's not hidden by God. You understand? He's not withholding anything from us. In fact, the will of God is for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So it's the will of God is for my sister to be saved. But then when I start praying in tongues, I'm praying it in an, it's an unknown tongue to me. It's an, an unknown language. But can't you see that I am actually stepping into, um, really, I'm stepping into a place that I may receive revelation concerning how to appropriately pray for my sister. Does that make faith? Really, I want you to see that. Because I might, I might be praying and understanding. And I was, oh God, save my sister. It's your will for my sister to be saved. Is, is, has God stopped your sister from being saved? No. Who's stopping your sister from getting saved? Huh? The devil. It's darkness. If our gospel, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, if the gospel is hid, it's hid to those who are what? To those who are perishing. Who? The God of, God, God of this world has blinded their minds. So it's not God who's stopping my sister from getting saved. You see that? So it's not I'm pleading to God. No. God is all-knowing, but God is limited in, on, in his operation on earth by you and I, we are members of the body of Christ. 
But if we want to unleash, I mean, using the word, that word, if we want to unleash the unlimited power of God on this earth is to yield to the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways to yield of the, to the Holy Spirit is to allow him to give us appropriate words. So I may start praying, oh, Father, I'm praying for my sister Ruth. I want her to come to, to you, Father, because it's your will for all to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. And you've said it, Lord, that I'll be saved with my family. And Lord, because it's your will, I, I take pleasure in praying out your will in unknown time. And I'm speaking these mysteries. I'm speaking these secret truths and hidden things that I can't see right now concerning the salvation of my sister. And I'm believing you for the appropriate words. Go stay and sometimes if you're paying attention, you say, ah, your sister actually is mad at me. Hmm. There's such and such a thing that happened when she was seven years old and she blamed me for it. The devil captured her, her, her mind and she, she, she's blamed it for me and that rebellion just rooted in her because of that. Now I want you to start addressing that spirit. Who could have told you that? Church, I'm going to keep moving close to you. What are you on? Okay. <laughs> now look at this. Let me, let me give you an example. <clears throat> In the Bible, it's called the prayer of inquiry. And sometimes the tongues are just inquiry. You just don't know. You're inquiring. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for talking, for speaking to me. Thank you for revelation, for light concerning this whole situation. Thank you for light. Thank you for light. Thank you for light. And this is how light comes. One, one second, you didn't know. The next second, you just know it. Sometimes, sometimes, and it has happened to me many times. I've laid hands on people, and all of a sudden, I just know what it is. I've called the person, even one recently, and say, tell me about this whole situation. Oh, oh it has happened that. When I laid hands on you, I, this is what I saw. When I remember some years ago, a young lady. Years ago, I put my hands on her, years ago. And when I put my hands on her, I felt like I put my hands, really, really, it felt like a, like a dead person, cold in the spirit. I knew that was in the spirit. I marked that, I knew what it was. And then the following day, I looked for the number, I didn't have even the number, I called, I said, is it the appropriate time for me to talk to you? Say, that's okay, Pastor, I'm alone. Okay. I asked exactly that. Why is I coming from with that? It, oh, prayer of inquiry. Prayer of inquiry. My, my point was this. Now you don't know. Now you know. You understand? You, you're like, you're like, you're like, 
you 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 know you've been you've been raised all your time all the years in Nyeri and you came to Nairobi and you are eating and you are eating and you are eating these things they are so nice and you are eating and if and then someone all of a sudden you realize kwani kumbe wa chips in our room and it just it just don't on you <laughs> just don't on you <laughs> One time you thought it was all cheese, but all of a what? You feel like you've been conned. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I remember the first time I ate chips. As a rural boy, I think I ate them maybe for one or so. 1988, can you imagine? Yeah, that's the first time, man, I, I felt good. Felt good. Was to buy them at around 250, and then with sausage it comes at around 450, and that was expensive. And I ate them, and I kept enjoying them. Ah, I don't realize these are fried potatoes, <laughs> deep fried potatoes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let me go back to this. Then prayer of inquiry. Let's go to the scriptures. It will make more faith to you in this manner. Let, let me go to Second Samuel. I think is this Second Samuel? Let me see. Is it First Samuel twenty-four? Second Samuel twenty-four. It should be Second Samuel. Oh, pay attention to this. Oh, Lord, help me. Yeah, let's go to 2 Samuel 21, the New King James Version. Pay attention to this. Remember what I said about prayer of inquiry? Yes. Yeah, pay attention to this. It can be a Hindi state. My, my point for this, remember when I'm praying for my sister Ruth? You, you remember that? And then I needed appropriate words to bring her to salvation. Uh, Brother Kenneth E. Hagging says he had prayed for a family for family members for a long time with no almost no results for them to be born again then he'll go before the the lord just started bringing up some things in his heart and he says you're pastoring then he pastored for 12 years he will kneel at the altar on a saturday especially and you'll start praying that ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17 That the eyes of the understanding, the Lord impressed us to start praying for the family members, for their their eyes to be their eyes to be enlightened. And He said, "I think I'll be clear to say. I mean, I'll be accurate to say this. In one year, He had seen so many come to the Lord in His family. People He had prayed for many years, several years, but they were not coming to Christ. What did He find finally? Appropriate words." Appropriate words. What was it? We are. To, was it one of the in this trip when someone was praying for the people who are in hospital when you're about to eat? I don't know. Recently, I'm thinking we need to eat. Yeah. Oh, even even those ones who do not have Lord, and the ones in the hospital think I'm hungry. Let's eat. 
This is not a prayer of intercession. This is to bless the food, to receive it with thanksgiving and bless it, not to make the inter intercessions. We don't need intercessions. We need to eat. You understand? People wonder. I think, oh God, we need to eat food now. It's getting cold. I like hot food. <laughs> uh, again, again, no, 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 21, please. 21, one. 21, one. Now, there was famine in the days. Oh, that always blesses me. Now, there was famine in the days of David for three years. Year after year. And David inquired of the Lord. If it was in our time now, we could have called it climate, climate change. Climate change. We don't need to pray about it. It's climate change. You see what I'm saying? Or in, in this generation when we have too much knowledge, we reason God out of our life. Of our administration. Climate change. This climate change. Hmm? All right. For you, you missed a knowledge or misknowledge. You need to be praying in tongues, not, not just thinking of climate change. Now, there was a famine in the days of David for three years. Year after year, and David inquired. David did what? Inquired of the Lord. And the Lord answered him, it is because of Saul and his bloodthirsty house because he killed the Gibeonites. Who are the Gibeonites? You'll find that in Joshua, I think it's chapter 6. They actually tricked, deceived Joshua. They said they had come with, uh, you know, worn out clothes and dry food. And they said, we came from a far country. But they are one of the ites that, that Joshua was supposed to destroy. But they made a covenant, the Bible says, let's go to Joshua. Where we reach, we reach. Okay, let's see over here. Where is that? Joshua? Yeah, Joshua chapter 9. So they said to Joshua, verse 8, but they said to Joshua, we are your servants. Joshua said to them, who are you? And where do you come from? So they said to him, from a very far country, your servants have come because of the name of the Lord your God. For you've heard of his fame and all that he did in Egypt and all that he did to the kings of Amorites who are beyond the Jordan, to Sihon, king of Heshbon, and to all king of Bashan, who was Ash Ashtaroth. Though, therefore, elders or all the inhabitants of the country spoke to us, saying, take provisions with you for the journey and go meet to them and say to them, we are your servants. Now, therefore, make a covenant with us. Have you seen that? This bread of ours we took hot for our provision from our houses on the day we departed to come to you. But now look, it's dry and moldy. And these wineskins which were filled were, we filled were new and see they are torn. And those, these are garments and our sandals have become old because of the very long journey. Then the men of Israel took some of their provisions, but did, they did not what? They did not what? Ask counsel of the Lord. That's it. Oh, God, for, help me. They did not ask counsel of the Lord. But those men were from the neighborhood. And they were one of the ites that were supposed to be destroyed. But they did not ask. 
Look at this. So Joshua made peace to them and made a covenant with them to let them live, and the rulers of the congregation saw to them. And it happened at the end of three days after they had made a covenant with them, they had then that they had and they, that they were neighbors who dwelt near them. Then the children of Israel journeyed and came to the cities on the third day. Now the cities were Gibeon, all those cities, verse 18. But the children of Israel did not attack them because the rulers of the congregation had sworn to them by the Lord God of Israel and all the congregation complained against the rulers. You didn't ask them for inquire of the Lord. You didn't ask the counsel of the Lord regarding this whole situation. Have you seen that? Now look at this then. Verse 22, it says, Then Joshua called them and he spoke to them, saying, Why have you deceived us, saying we are very far from you, when you dwell near us? Now therefore you are cast, and none of you shall be freed from being slaves, who cut us, and water carriers for the house of my God, and on and on. Now then. So this is the time of Joshua. I think it should be about 500 years later, David becomes a king. Before then, it was Saul. Saul started killing the Gibeonites. Then there was no famine. Then there was famine in the land because Saul killed the Gibeonites. Why is that so? Because of covenant. So tell me, you who know everything, who knows everything, who will tell you about Sister So-and-So or some things that happened even, even two years ago? <laughs> you understand? Who? How will you know? Do you, know, do, do you see, church, how we, we ought to depend on God? How will you know? How will you know? Oh, but he's given us the Holy Ghost. Amen. Something that happened about 500 years before then, he inquired of the Lord, and he says, because of Saul. This famine, this climate change, <laughs> that which you, you've, you've decided to call it climate change is a, a result of Saul. He broke a covenant that was set about 500 years ago. 2023 20, minus 500 is what? Uh, do you all use, cal do you use calculators to? Come on now. It's 15 what? Huh? 1523. When did Vasco da Gama get to, for, to Mombasa? <laughs> anyway. But who will tell you the things of 1597? Only God, church. Only God, church. Only God, church. That's why many times I don't agree with those ministers of deliverance ministry. You look for curses. That which even God hasn't talked to you. If you listen to the Holy Spirit, he'll tell you. I don't know how many times I've been in my growth over the years. He'll tell me, I'm praying. Oh, I'm reading the Bible. Say, Be, just take, take authority over this that has been in your family. I've gone. I mean, I've got, oh, I'll tell you this one. One day in 2021, if I checked out, I'll give you exactly when it was. I was watching television in the morning. Uh, having breakfast in, I'd already gone, so I thought, let me go to the television area and watch te television. 
And, and then I started watching television, having breakfast. Then a certain man said, God spoke to me when I was, I was still a small boy and I knew what I was called to do. Small boy. I was winding up, I said, you never spoke to me. <laughs> I realized, I said, you never spoke to me growing up. I said it in my heart. It was on a Wednesday. Friday night, I was having extended time in prayer. Just praying in tongues. Not for any purpose. Just praying in tongues to be in the presence of God. If, if perhaps you'll speak to me something and you'll show me something. So I was praying that night. I got into the spirit. I got into the spirit. It was wonderful. All of a sudden, I saw myself, 11 months old, sitting at my grandfather's compound, and the Lord came and stood right behind me. And I was, seeing, I was looking at a certain hill in my village. And I felt his presence. I was 11 months old. And I wept and wept. I said, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. And then after that, he showed me, actually, of the times he spoke to me clearly. And he took me back there. And I could feel his presence as a small boy. I cried and cried. And then he took me to 1976, a certain decision my parents made and how it affected our family. He took me back there, 1976, when I was three years old. And he took me through the journey until he and there, until I, get, I gave my life to Christ. I cried that night. Don't ever accuse God of anything. He's blameless. He's blameless. This is this week, yeah? Not last, not last week, the week before. I hear a man from South America saying the exact things that God, I'd never heard of anyone say that. Last week but one. God revealed that to me in 2021. That man says this. He was born a Catholic, raised a Catholic. No, no one is born a Catholic. He was raised a Catholic. No one is born a Catholic. You understand that? He was, he was raised a Catholic. And he says then, at 16, somehow God intervened in his life and he gave his life to Christ. And one night he started praying, crying to God. He's hungry for the Lord at 16 years old. And then he says this. All of a sudden, he sees him, himself as a small boy, small boy, small being held for dedication in a Pentecostal church, being dedicated, and the Pentecostal preacher prophesied that this shall be a man of God. And then he says, he was surprised, how can mom, a Catholic, go to a Pentecostal, uh, Pentecostal church for my dedication? How could that be? So as mom tell me, uh, you took me to a Pentecostal church, Pentecostal church for a baby dedication? Say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you know that? I've never told you that. He said, did you? Yeah. I said, let me show you something, a photo of your dedication. And he says, I had him. He's, he was in Sidroth, he's supernatural. He says, he saw the photo. It was exactly the setup that God had showed him in, while he was praying. And he said, and the mother said this, and the man, the Pentecostal preacher, prophesied over you that you'll, you'll serve God, you'll be a man of God. Is there anything difficult for God? Or oh, we need to depend on him. 
Listen to me, I'll say it authoritatively and with every gusto <laughs> within me. There's nothing, nothing that you are facing today that cannot be done, cannot be overcome, over, over, overcome, or what? Overcame, overcome, or whatever. It is nothing that you are facing today that is a mystery. Nothing, nothing, nothing. We need to depend on him, the all-knowing one. He loved us so much, church, that he came, he chose to come and indwell us. Let's go to a scripture, then we will pray. I won't, I won't even finish my notes. Did you get something about the Gibeonites? Did you get something about your life? Here's a boy, I was, that is 2021, 20, I was 48 years old, and he shows me 1973, December. I have it written down the way God showed it to me. If we hadn't, I wouldn't tell you. He's God. Ah. Oh, he can go. Listen this. I, the Lord, my, I, the Lord, inhabit eternity, the lofty one. He says, he inhabits eternity. He's not subjected to time. He created time. He takes John, we call him John the Revelator. He takes him to the New Jerusalem and he saw it so clear. So he can go this way, he can go this way. Because there's no time with God. And he gave us the Holy Spirit and he made us. Listen to this. When we received Jesus Christ, we received what? Eternal life. And we became eternal beings. And the eternal one came to inhabit us. So that you may not walk in the natural like me, a man. But walk in the supernatural. So then let your mind talk you out of the supernatural. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Yield to him. Listen to him. Pay attention to him. Pay attention to his leading. Pay attention to the one who indwells you. Pay attention to the one who inhabits you. He's in you. He's in you. You have to pay attention to the one who lives in you. And there is nothing impossible with him. There's nothing impossible with him. And you are joined with him. You're one with him. You're one with him. He who's joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. You're one with him. You're one with him. He wants you to walk. Walk by the spirit. Talk by the spirit. Think by the spirit. To allow things to walk, to walk in your life by the spirit. To walk in the realm of the supernatural. Listen to this. Naturally. Naturally. And that's your aim. That's your aim. That's your aim. That's the aim of your father. And that's the aim that your father has called you to be, to walk in, to operate from. That you know things by the Spirit. That you walk by the Spirit. That you talk by the Spirit. That you think by the Spirit. That you, you even do everything by the Spirit. And you'll walk in that natural, in that supernatural naturally. You'll perceive things. You'll know things. For others, it will take years and years for them to understand if they'll ever understand. Because these things are not known by a natural mind. They are known by the Spirit. They're revealed to those who walk by the Spirit. A natural man does not receive the things of God because they're spiritually discerned. But you have been given the Spirit of God to indwell you. 
to indwell you and help you to disarm those things, to perceive those things of God. Oh, it's getting darker in the world, it's getting, it's getting darker in the world, but it's not going to get dark upon you. Amen. Why? You have the light. You are the light. You are the child of the light, of, of light. It shouldn't be dark in your life. So don't talk the language of dark. Don't talk the language of gloom. Don't talk the language of, of defeat. Talk the language of glory. Talk the language of faith. Talk the language of the spirit. Speak in tongues. Pray with the tongues and by, 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 by the spirit. Make decisions by the spirit. Inquire of the Lord. Ask him for counsel concerning your life. And your life will become brighter and brighter and brighter. Even in dark times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will you just worship him? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory Stand up on your feet. Let's flow with this. Let's flow with this. Let's flow with this. Why are we doing? We're praying in tongues. What are we praying? Purposes of God. Listen to this. Listen to this quickly. Then I'd like us to pray. I could have gone to so many scriptures regarding this, but I want you to listen to this. If you do not stand on his way through your mind or with your mind, he will lead us this evening into de the depths of depths of his will. He's not the author of confusion. He's not the author of confusion. We will then have a divine flow as we pray in the spirit. Just don't allow yourself to wander. Listen, we, we are united here. What are we here for? For God's purposes. So he's not the author of confusion. Listen, if you pr we start praying in the Holy Ghost together and we stay, we stay in the Spirit together, there'll be such a divine flow. That is called being in one accord. There'll be such a divine flow. And he'll reveal himself and his purposes to us this evening. He's not the author of confusion. We'll have a divine flow as we pray in the Spirit. This is called unity. And if you listen this evening, he will lead us into divine conquests. What are victories here? What are we doing? Oh, we can say, let's pray for Kenya. Let's pray for this. That's wonderful. But listen to this. Here we are, Lord. Here we are. Here we are. Take our tongues. Here we are. Take these bodies. We are temple of the Holy Spirit. Take these bodies, Lord. Here we are. Give us appropriate words. And reveal. Haindo, Mestea. Reveal. Just lift up your hands to him. Father, Father, we thank you. Here we are this night. You are here this evening, Father. We came not seeking for man's purposes. We came because we are seeking you. You said in your word, draw near to me and I will draw near to you. And we draw near to you, Father, this evening. We are giving you these temples. Take our tongues. Take these vessels, Father. And let your power. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Pray the Holy Ghost. Don't be conscious of anything but Him. But Him. Be conscious of His presence.
I sense a leading in this area of healing. Of healing. So you know yourself, anything you're believing God for, for that healing. Or you may have someone you're believing God for that healing, but I sense that direction. I sense that compassion to heal you. To heal you so quickly. If you know that you need that healing, quickly over here. Close your Move it a little bit Come on, please come ready. Just lift up your hands to him. Can I have your help over here? Come a little bit before. I just gonna have help, please. Quickly, 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 move quickly. Moshe Bremangis, the Keshadesha. Shanda Manglo, Shede Bakesede. Don't even pray, just receive. Just in the place of receiving. And Father, in that name, in your compassion, that healing power, be healed. In the name. In the name. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. Completely. Yeah, it is. Glory to God. Glory. Yes, sir. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that healing. Thank you for that healing. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your healing power. Glory to God. Be healed. In the name, that great name has healed you. The name of Jesus has healed you and made you whole. Be healed from this. Be healed in the name, in that great name of Jesus. Be healed. Completely healed. Oh, yeah. And that freedom, say, I forgive. Say, I forgive. I forgive. I forgive those who have hurt me. And I ask you to forgive me, my Father. Thank you for healing me. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are healed. Yes, you are healed in the name of Jesus. Yes, you are healed in the name. In the name. In the name. Be healed. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed from every pain. And no more. No more. No more. No more, because you are healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed. In that great name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It's all over you. From the crown of your head, the soles of your feet. Be healed, be healed. Be healed. Just receive. Don't even pray. Just receive. Be healed. Be healed from every family. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Just receive your healing. In the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's thank you. Let's thank you. Go, go, Shereshti. Thank you. Go, go, Shereshti. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's our healer. Thank him. Oh, say by yes. Your compassion heals. 
Your compassion has healed us. Your compassion has delivered us, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Geda mandaste de stere de casto kohogo goshera loloste mangea gea glosha mangeande gledendaste sekekeda karedose reshte bakaya lela sadaba Susan odiamo gamova here please go shede bande sadesta gekeda ngadaste postera lom lostemea lekekeda kanangaste de bakole standaya in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father. Oh, Koshe, Mama, eh? Lilis, tending in Nangando, the Sereba Koshe, the Bacasa. Oh, Colest, and then guess the Kesta de Kista. Alendia, Lelestia, Yakakasaya, Koshe de Bande, Sakaya Dabaso. Glory to God. Angayanange. Alendestes de Kesta. He stand morning into dancing again. Glory to God. You'll dance. You will dance with the joy. You will dance with the joy. Finally, you've come to that place. And I thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, my Ahinda. Ungu jande mangreshe de bako. Angenge nge sadabako sere. Keke sarishti bakaye nge sayana. Oh, let's just thank him. Let's just thank him. Let's just thank him. We prayed for purposes. We prayed for those purposes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. The same presence, the same compassion. Fed people, that same compassion provided for people. Thank you, Father, for providing. Providing. According to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus, the same compassion. Thank you for supernatural provision. Oh, Father, needs met. Needs met. According to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus, needs met. Needs met, Father, because of your love, because of your compassion. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Father. Lack broken. Insufficiency broken. The Lord our God, Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Thank you, Father. We worship you. Thank you, Father. We just thank you. like your will, Father. It's nothing like your purposes. Emotion. Thank you again for your presence filling this house. Our children, our youth, men and women you've called here. And for the healing of our nation. Be delivered from the will of the devil. Father, thank you 
again for the peace of Jerusalem. Thank you for delivering your people. Thank you for bringing back people of Israel. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Oh, keshadabas tedeshe, shadabas toreshe debas, kekida kanangare debokroshe debas tedeshe, kakare debakroshe debas tedeshe, keda, keda, landa masi, sekista dasa. Oh, there's a place that is higher. Kekida kase debakose de for God's people. There's a place that is higher that you can see from that perspective and see the will of the Father, know the will of the Father, and walk in it. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Can you all say hallelujah? Hallelujah. 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 You know what hallelujah means? Praise the Lord. So we say hallelujah.